Welcome to the Midnight Movie Club, your book club for movies. And this week, bad news, guys. Halloween's over. It ended. Halloween ends. Um, we didn't even get to Halloween this year, and it's already ended. Um, so we're going to be covering the new uh, Halloween Ends movie, which is a continuation in the Halloween franchise. Uh, the new kind of continuity they crafted uh, featuring the like original characters or original actors that they all brought back. You probably heard about like the first one a while back when they were bringing back. What is her name? I know her name. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Curtis. Thank you. It's a famous person's name. How did I forget that? (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis character. And she was like a prepper, like getting ready for Michael to return. This is in that universe. Um, uh, this time it's I I haven't watched any of these. I am not a horror fan. I think we have covered that in the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've listened to this point, I don't like horror. I don't watch horror, um, especially not slasher films. I don't enjoy blood and gore. Uh, but I'm being forced to watch this one. Like I've been forced to watch so many of these. Uh <laughs> So this time, Michael's been gone for some odd years, but the town's all, like, nervous. Um, I think it's about all four still years. Grieving. Four years? It's been four years. Okay. I Michael's think. been gone for four years. Um, the town's still grieving uh, his death, and we get to see some of the fallout from that. It follows Jamie Lee Curtis's character, her granddaughter, and a new character named Corey. Um, who we will get into Corey in a little bit, uh, as they like try to deal with the fallout in their relationship with this town uh, and all the grief and sadness from Michael's various attacks. Yes. But Michael didn't die. Michael didn't die? I just want to clarify Yeah, he didn't die. Um, In Halloween Kills he goes on a rampage and like kills half the town basically. And that's more what they're grieving. Oh Um, yeah. But they Uh, all like, they all get together and like, and like they try and kill him multiple times and he just gets up. So he's injured and hiding in the sewers for four years. And that apparently classic Michael thing where he just like sits straight up, Mm -hmm. uh, bolt upright. I've like seen that before. I didn't realize that was a thing in this franchise until I watched this movie and he did Mm -hmm. it like four or five times. And it's like, oh, that must be a thing. Um, But yeah, so we're all coming from this from different angles. I have not watched a whole lot of slasher. I've not watched any of the Halloween movies. My mother loves the Halloween (laughs) movies. I have not. Um, I think... Aveline, you said you watched, like, all the Halloween stuff to get, like, prepped for this? I have only watched the ones that were part of the, I guess they're calling it according to Blumhouse. It's the Blumhouse, or according to Wikipedia, it's the Blumhouse continuity, which includes the original Halloween. Blumhouse. Okay, Blumhouse. That's much sillier. <laughs> did I just did I say Bloomhouse? Oh my god! I whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I watched both the '78 movie and then the the other two, 2018 and 21, and then Halloween 
and Halloween so you watched Kills. like the original one and then these the other two. Okay, correct. So you know the entire timeline. Yeah, much. so you watch the whole thing yeah. according to what you need for Halloween ends. Yeah, in terms of like besides this Halloween con- and besides this new continuity, how many are there in the old? Though this is the third continuity. You're asking the wrong people. I think there's, there's like, like seven. Yeah, and then like and then yeah, there's the Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie ones, which is just two, which I've only seen them on TV. Yeah, I've seen them all, but it's and, been a while since I saw the older continuity yeah. ones. They're not very fresh in my head, but the old one yeah. I watch every year for Halloween. Oh, I, yeah. I love the old one. <laughs> so this yeah. movie must have been so much fun for you. I had a blast. Let me say that. I really did. I liked Halloween 2018. Halloween Kills, I think is in the running for one of the worst movies I've ever watched, like, in my life. Wow. And then... That's a uh, steep <laughs> drop. And, yeah. It's like, great movie, <laughs> great movie, and then straight into the gutter. I know. So <laughs> I think coming off of Halloween Kills, seeing Halloween Ends, I had no expectations whatsoever. And as soon as, like, the title popped up after the opening kill... I was like, okay, I'm in for something that's going to be really fun to watch just because I had no expectations. So I had really fun with this movie. I don't know. Okay, what did you well, guys I'm glad think, you bro. had fun. <laughs> Shall we get into the actual weirdly, review? Weirdly enough, uh, out of all the three of the newer Halloween movies, I would say definitely the first one's probably the best one. I think the second one, Halloween Kills... For some reason, I think that one was so funny. In well, a bad yeah, way. It, it was funny. I, yeah. I'll like, there was like a particular scene in the beginning when they had a flashback scene. For some reason, one of the cop characters had like some like distorted voice for some odd reason. It had nothing to do with like <laughs> anything. And I was just like, oh my God. But the only thing I kind of liked about it is that, um, there was like a particular filmmaker that made a cameo. Um, Jim Cummings. He's a, fi- oh. a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Guy who did um, Thunder Road. See, I don't I even think... know anything about movies, but I've heard the name Jim Cummings. I just don't know what it was attached to. Not oh. the voice actor. Not the oh, voice actor. That's probably. Okay. That's probably uh, where I there, there, from. Weirdly enough, there's like two. Two, two men, unfortunately, named Jim, Jim Cummings. Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, I can't imagine middle school was easy for those two. Um, speak. I thought on Halloween Kills, I honestly think the best person in the movie was Kyle Richards, Real Housewife star, um, Lindsay from the original, like the girl who's grown up. I thought she did was the best part of the movie. Yeah. So I liked what she did and I liked that she survived on to be in ends, but (laughs) so yeah. And I I was very glad they killed off the boy that she was watching because he really annoyed (laughs) me the whole movie. And the oh wait. (laughs) We have to talk about kills for a second. The whole evil (laughs) dies tonight thing. I think it's like a it's like meme material almost. And then 
like the hospital scenes where the guy like they're chasing the wrong person <laughs> it's just like i get that they want to make a movie about how like grief and trauma like affects an area but they're doing it in such like a weird comedic way that it's just such a messy movie and i'm not just picturing like yeah. scooby-doo because i didn't watch this one I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it just said okay. and I'm not putting myself through any more than I need. Right. Um, I'm just picturing uh, the hospital scene is like a Scooby Doo bit, you know, where they're all like running away and it? then they're like chasing. And then I'm also picturing the like town trying to go after Michael as like kill the beast, Beauty uh, <laughs> um, and the Beast. Literally. It does feel like a Scooby-Doo bit. Like, it's just missing them going in and out of doors and, like, coming out of wrong doors and things like that. But also, like, one of the townspeople, like, goes to kill Michael with, like, a clothes iron or, like, something like that. Like, if you look at, like, what the people in the mobs are, like, holding as weapons, it's more of a comedy, but... Once <laughs> just getting a whole grandfather yeah. clock. Yeah. My God, yeah, I. It's kind of really weird because I think like what the filmmakers were trying to intent. I think they were trying to reflect on like with like the whole like riot thing that yeah. happened like in 2020, mm-hmm. and like it's sort of I guess when it comes to like horror movies, it's like it sort of kind of reflects like real societies and somewhat metaphorically or literally. Mm-hmm. And like this kind of felt like it was very like a more of like a sort of spark notes of like why a person would riot. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of find that very funny coming from like a sort of studio perspective audit. Yeah. And I kind of felt like it was very like out of touch and like the way like the people sort of like rioted. I just found it just very hysterically funny. Not the yeah. 2020s Black Lives Matter movement being like told through the lens of Michael Myers. Jeez. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, I kind of feel like this sort of franchise shouldn't have been like a franchise to begin with. Cause mm. like in the original, like it sort of felt like it was more of like, open-ended in of a way yeah where it was like oh what did actually happen to michael byers was it like oh like all at her head or was it like these countless things like you could probably interpret and i kind of feel like with like the newer ones like it kind of feels like it's like it's telling you like oh this is what actually happened and like trying to explain it yeah well in the original continuity, they get into like supernatural stuff and how Michael's basically like a supernatural being or something. Mm-hmm. And I really hated how in Kills they incorporated that again with like him just not being able to die, even though I thought like the way Halloween 18 ended reflected the way the first one ended as it was open-ended and like you don't know if he's like this indestructible force and kills that all just goes out the window and he's like a super villain who <laughs> like he's literally super just a tank. super villain and I just hate when they make like slasher villains like indestructible 
because then it's like what it it loses a fear factor in a way yeah when you're fighting cause... like this indestructible thing because there's it there's like a loss of tension mm-hmm. yeah film. see it could be the like idea of an unstoppable force coming after you is kind of like the basis of a lot of horror mm-hmm. but um yeah i can see like making him so making him like he's supposed to be just this guy who seems to be able to power through a lot of pain right um without like but just making it so he literally will not be killed by anything i could see how that would like and that's what it feels like in kills the second one it just feels like nothing is gonna stop him which i guess goes with the themes of the movie but uh. yeah and he yeah like a lot of this is kind of it's sort of especially the first halloween like it almost felt like it was like an action superhero movie mm-hmm. like the in the 2018 one it almost felt like there was moments where like michael myers gets his mask back like the way it was kind of like shot yeah. like it almost felt like it was sort of like a sort of clapping moment where it's like, yay, oh my God, he has his mask back. Spider-Man yeah. has his mask back. Oh my Don't God, worry. I am so excited. Anybody. Like it almost sounds, it almost kind of feels like that where it doesn't really feel like its own thing mm-hmm. in a way. And that's what kind of sort of annoys me with a lot, with a lot of like sort of, movies that are Hollywood movies that are coming out in the last like five or six years. Like it almost kind of feels like they're trying to reach that sort of like intellectual property where it's like, Oh, people know this character. Mm -hmm. We got to put scenes that are like so iconic. Like, you know, they kind of did like shots that they're recreating some shots, like shot for shot for each of the scenes from like, the original Halloween and all three of the new trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, I actually saw something. I saw something interesting online saying the director is like of these three movies is recreating in a way the original trilogy by like using the same fonts they used for the first three Halloween movies and kind of like Halloween 1978 and 2018 kind of follow a similar plot Mm -hmm. and Michael is kind of at the same level of of threat in a way. Mm -hmm. And then in Halloween two, the, the kill count is like highly increased and Mm -hmm. in Halloween kills, the kill count is like almost like comedic. How many people are dying in that movie? And then, (laughs) um, (laughs) and Michael's like more supernatural aspects are heightened in both of them. And then in Halloween, the original Halloween three was season of the witch and has nothing to do with Michael Myers, which is why I think Michael Myers is not really a big deal in Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Halloween ends kind of follows its own little story, yeah, which we should probably get into. I, I mean, <laughs> If it had a story, it consistently followed. Um, mm-hmm. So we've covered all the things Amy hasn't seen now. Uh, hopefully, right. for context. Yeah. For context. One of the things. One of the things I want to comment on. You guys talking about it, like feeling like uh, more of a superhero movie, 
is that like it's interesting because these were the original like franchise films. Right. These were the original ones that like oh the first one came out. It they weren't planned as like much as the Marvel films are, even if the Marvel films I mean, you can argue whether they're really planned or not. Um but yeah, uh it's interesting to see them now imitate the new franchise on the block. Um but as for kills, uh it seems to try to be a movie about Halloween the ends. grief that's left or sorry, ends. <laughs> Halloween ends. You guys have been talking about kills too much. <laughs> because it's so funny. Like you should definitely go watch it. It's so hilarious. I don't want to watch any more horror movies, but I have to. <laughs> We said ends. We said we were covering ends. <laughs> I watched ends. <sighs> okay. So this one, it seems to be like trying to again address the fallout of the previous movies with mm-hmm. Michael Myers. A lot of people blaming um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character for like the rampage, which apparently is what happened in the movie before. I didn't know that. Thanks yes. for filling me in. Um <laughs> Uh, Michael has just kind of disappeared, but there's still a lot of urban legends about things. Um, and we start off the movie with this kid, uh, Corey, watching a kid on Halloween. And the kid plays a prank on him, gets him all scared, and then locks him in the attic. Uh, and then Corey, trying to get out of the attic, manages to kick the door down. Um... (laughs) And in the process, yeets the kid over a balcony, and he falls to his death. Which I is love funny. It. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was it's, crazy. It's like, this guy has so much force that he boots the door so hard he causes this kid to fall over a railing and fall to his death. I did not care to see the kid dying um that was a little much for me but did they recreate a shot with him like looking over the balcony with the knife is that what it was okay yeah i thought so yeah um i'm gonna pull i i wrote notes on my phone to the chagrin of the other four people in the theater with me um (laughs) I always go Tuesday nights at like this one place that has $5 movies on Tuesdays and there's hardly ever anyone else there. Um, Yeah, my first note is I did not need to see the child die. Um, Why did I have to get a shot of the child actually going splat? Um, I thought there was always kind of like a rule in these kind of movies that you you don't see children die in front of you. If they die, they die off screen. But apparently mm-hmm. not. Um, I kind of like that we saw it. Just well, because yeah. I like that we saw it. Just because I liked that the director like had the balls to show it. Like kill that. a child, not kill a child, but <laughs> just like just show that child explode in a way. Like I, like five minutes into the movie, so I I think really was... like that and like the jump cut right to like the title with the music. Mm-hmm. loved it yeah so that kind <laughs> yeah, of going, yeah that, going like, oh go ahead. yeah going back at that like it almost 
I think they kind of already kind of sort of established and sort of set it up a little bit after like the mom of the dead child mm-hmm. like looked above the balcony because like she kind of thought, oh, is her kid like missing or whereabouts, you know, because mm-hmm. he was screaming like like I kind of knew like something bad was going to happen at some point. But like, I don't know. I didn't know like how it was going to be set up. But so right. the way it was kind of established. Yeah, it, the way it was kind of established, it kind of made sense to me. How I sort of see it, I probably would have done the same thing, too. Because like, you know, him it's over more the like, yes, <laughs> no, just sort of like established like, oh, something bad's probably going to happen. Yeah, I you know? mean, it's a horror movie. You have to establish like people will die pretty early in some well, yeah, way, shape, uh, or form. Especially with the slasher, you need an opening yeah. kill. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I think... watch a whole lot of these, but it's important right. for like any story to set the tone early on. Mm-hmm. Unless the whole point of the story is the tone shift, but that, well. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's a whole different discussion. Um, yeah, so we get that, and then we cut to like, is it that was like 2018 or something when that 2019. happened 2019 2019 mm-hmm. yeah and then I, do we cut to present day they never mm-hmm. say we cut to present day they just like say it's not what 2019 is, it's what like it was like four 20, years later 23 2024 it was like, like 2020 it was like 20 it was probably present day yeah how i kind of interpret it okay yeah, so it's about like three years or so later. Um, yeah, oh, pandemic. Apparently, <laughs> Corey has uh, didn't get to go to college because of what happened to the kid. So now he's working at his dad's like junk shop. Um, he also gets uh, we get a little catch up with Jamie Lee Curtis and her uh granddaughter i don't know what her character's name is i'm sure somebody knows what her character's name is i will be referring to jamie her lee as curtis? jamie lee curtis yeah laurie Schlory. yeah laurie i i again again Lori... this is the first thing <laughs> laurie's okay. doing better than she's ever done before she's writing a book yeah she's, she's like her trauma she's recovering she's writing the way a teenager would about their trauma. Um, I mean, that, she got traumatized at like 17. She's that's as as you see in other parts of the movie, she is still kind of mentally at 17, like especially when she's flirting with her little crush and like twirling yeah, her hair I, in the supermarket. See, that's a question of is she mentally at 17 or was the writer who wrote this at 17? I, don't know. Um, I, like I have part comments on the <laughs> writing for this movie um, oh there's like i think when i was watching the title sequence there's like i think there's four, like writers, four different like, writers yeah. and were all of them teenagers no probably one of the writer producer wait i have to look this up actually because one of them is like a comedian which explains the tone danny mcbride danny mcbride you're right see and one of like the first things i noticed in this movie is how mean everyone is. Just like, it felt like watching something out of the 80s with just like how casually mean these people like are, like in public. That I feel like at this point, we're not that openly mean. When we 
are mean, we're mean behind closed doors now because nobody wants to get canceled. Are you talking about like the high school bullies? I'm talking about the high school bullies. I'm talking about his dad attacking him. Uh, his mom just like ripping into him. It's all very, it feels like an 80s movie with like how just like openly mean people are to each other. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, the high school bullies were so over the top. And one of them, like the main they're, one sounded like he was doing a Brooklyn accent. They're bad kids. <laughs> they're bullied enough by the star, but by the bad kids. <laughs> He's the town he start, pariah. They start calling him a pedophile for some reason, which I guess, has nothing to do with like killing the child. But uh, when you kill a kid, even if it's an accident, and you get off on it. Some people are just going to call you a pedophile. Yeah, if you get <laughs> off on it, they're really going to call you a pedophile. Oh God, that's <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> That's exactly what you said. Oh. That was the phrasing. I know. I meant he didn't get persecuted for the crime. It was. I mean, he got persecuted by the town. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, he oh Corey gosh. seems really like at the beginning. He seems really kind of down to earth, down on his luck, really shy, um, and to yeah. himself. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a kind of sudden like character switch at one point uh, that we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, he gets bullied by these kids. He gets uh, not. Um, he gets so angry that they're bullying him that he breaks a glass in his hand, mm. and he gets a bad cut because they push him it down and pushes his hand into the glass. Of course, we have to see all of that because it's a horror movie and a slasher film, so that's much gore as we can. Um, but yeah, then, luckily uh, for him, Lori is there. Yeah, takes Lori's him to the there. hospital introduces him to her granddaughter and, and there's instantly in she's <laughs> instantly like, instantly love it for sight and then we get treated to some of the cringiest dialogue between these two that mm. i've ever heard um just like it's written like a teenager trying to write their angsty romance dark story mm -hmm. um I can't even remember like some of these lines. All I remember is how they made me feel. <laughs> like what, what, what is going on? Um, uh, uh, the flirting is so awkward. It's just bad. It's just bad. I mean, they're both. I I I actually I can't talk for one of them. The girl's hot. Uh, I don't know about the guy. The guy is um, also hot, in my opinion. Okay, is he hot? Yeah. He seems kind of schlubby to me, but I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like him. The, 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 this might be like a little weird. I don't know if this is kind of more beat spirit or anything, but like, I kind of felt like the guy almost looked like um, Heath Ledger for some reason. He did? I could see that. I can see it. A little he, bit. He gave off a similar vibe, for sure. Yeah, so it was just like, it almost, he almost kind of gave me, in terms of, like, physical look, and, mm -hmm. like, 
I don't know about before because I think Heath Ledger was a way better actor than this actor. But... Absolutely. But I also don't think the actor playing Corey did a bad job at all. No. I think he did no. like a actually a pretty really like a good job. I think he what did he a, was. I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah I, think I think it was more a, fine. Did yeah. a decent job with what he was given. Right. Yeah. Um, but he just with, like, was not four. given a lot to work with. Um, because at the beginning of this, he seems down on his luck, but he seems almost well adjusted to the uh-huh. stuff. He's like mm. going out on dates, he's having a fun time, he's writhing on the floor at a party. Um That was wild. Why? Whatever was going yeah. on in that scene. Yeah. And then like the oh, bob and then the bob character. I guess is at the bar and then she gets angry. It's like, how dare you have fun? Even though I've been grieving about my son for four years and you get to have fun. It's just like, yeah, see, there's a very, very long scene of a costume party uh, that just has way too much flashing lights that honestly we could have had like two shots, but it goes on for like, so long goes and then eventually he just happens to run into the mom of the kid he killed and yeah what avalyn describes happens and he gets all (laughs) upset uh and then he like he goes out he has an argument with uh what's your name because why did you take allison allison okay Mm. whoosh yeah Um, that's what that's what the character's name is. oh i know i know it's just (laughs) Amy Woosh trademark. <laughs> Amy Woosh trademark. We're going to get that on a shirt one of these days. Um, when this podcast hits it big and we're up past five listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's he goes out and has an argument and then he like runs away. Is that when he runs away? He is like angrily walking home and then the band bullies come the up. The band bullies push him on a into bridge. A, just happen to run into <laughs> him next to a bridge. Uh, he pulls a knife out on them because they start like physically harassing him. Uh, then the other kid like uh, kind of tussles with him for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and then the, the one from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Then he falls over the bridge uh, and supposedly dies. At which point we see Mike or we see a body just drag him off into a creepy pipe. This is this is ignoring the 15 other random scenes that have happened throughout this movie up to this point that has barely anything to do with the plot. Um, there's this one scene, one of my favorite parts of this movie was when they were talking about him meeting or her meeting this new boy and how she's like no longer dating the cop guy um who i don't know if were he they was in the last were they movie. actually were they actually dating like i thought it was more of like he was just kind of flirting with her he had like dated her and then they broke up and he was really clingy yeah um, because I think okay. that's what I got. He wasn't... But my favorite part was like, you just want to meet a guy who makes you want to take your shirt off and show your tits. Oh, like, yeah, what? with like pumpkin is guts this... in her hands. What is this dialogue? Yeah, the pumpkin so guts that... then get thrown down and it turns into like pasta. What <sighs> I do know about this movie, and I wonder 
if that was originally that scene specifically was originally in the movie or not and my guess is no because Kyle Richards to my knowledge was not supposed to be in ends but since her role in kills got such um I won't say acclaim because it wasn't acclaim but since she got all the housewives fans to watch this movie they decided to bring her back again and i know that she reshot well i'm i'm guessing all the scenes that she's in because she's not like a big plot point in this movie as compared to kills uh-huh. are scenes that they just added in and that's why a lot of the scenes that she's in are just kind of feel a little bit more fun or yeah. like if they're like more like they feel like add-ons to the story if they're doing anything with the story at all like yeah it's just i don't know it was just a weird bit of dialogue that i was like yeah but another one of those scenes i think is the dancing strobe light scene because kyle is there to hold the mother back from like going crazy on Corey. so i think that scene was probably also just added in later too what random happenstance that the mother happens to be at the bar at a party like, right. if you're feeling, like, lonely and depressed, why are you going when there's a costume party? Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, he gets put catching back up to the actual story and not getting sidetracked, unlike the movie, every five minutes. Um, <laughs> he gets pushed over the side, he gets dragged off, and we he wakes up the next morning in a rat-infested little cage. Um, not cage, but in, like, the under a sewer. the sewer. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and then Michael grabs his throat, like, he's, like, trying to get out, and then he, like, runs into Michael Myers, who grabs his throat, hands him up, and they Vulcan mind melt or something. <laughs> he just, like, looks into his eyes yeah. and, like, info swap. It's like the start of like their homoerotic love fest that goes on for the rest of the movie. I think that's also why I liked it because (laughs) it was just so stupid. And like, I was, it was like Michael Myers and his little gay crush like going about town. I don't know. Yeah. So are you saying that the Halloween franchise or more of the Halloween movie is actually a gay allegory? Because he's basically hiding in a mask. Like we don't really oh, see his face. My god. My god. If it is a gay allegory, it's one of the most homophobic ones I've ever <laughs> seen. Oh Because <laughs> they both die and they're both bad guys. No, I'm talking about like the original Halloween. Oh, I have in terms of like Michael Myers in general, which He's just killing mm. people because he just doesn't feel like he can be himself. <laughs> it's all that pent up rage from being in the closet for so long. <laughs> That's why he can finally die in this unit, if this one, because he finally finds somebody who understands him, <laughs> who gets him. But yeah, no, then this guy basically goes from being kind of well adjusted, still kind of down on his luck. And then he like runs into Michael Myers um, and he instantly becomes kind of bloodthirsty. Not instantly, but like it's like creeping in and infecting him is the yeah, idea. Well, he That's immediately like what they kills say someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> An mean, old man comes out it is and attacks instant. him and he gets the knife from him. That was kind of self-defense. Right. Um, 
Was there something, was like that actor, like one of the original Michael Myers or something? Because I thought it was like a reference because he said, I'm actually Michael Myers. I need to go in there and get my mask right before he gets stab, stab, stab. Not that I know of, but it could be. It felt like something that felt like somebody trying to make a reference. I don't Mm. know. Um, But yeah, he immediately kills an old homeless man. Um, So his thirst for blood has begun. Um, As we all know, Mm. uh, being Michael Myers is an infection, much like a vampire, but it's shared through eye contact. Mm -hmm. Intense, longing eye contact. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And then he shows up at Jamie Lee's place and she's getting weird vibes from him because he's standing behind a plant menacingly. And then when she goes out and looks at the plant, um, I'm assuming in a sh- B shot of something Michael did once. That um, was, yeah, it's from the first Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, and also this kid gets almost hit by a car like four times in this movie, like before the Michael Myers thing. I I have that in my notes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I also have, is he supposed to be the new Michael? Can you pass the Myers curse? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's what goes, I was thinking. Then he goes, was... he goes over and he, like, wants to go talk to Allison. But Jamie Lee's getting the ooky spooky vibes from him. Uh, and she's all, all of a sudden, like, worried. And he, like, takes Allison out and, like, they go walk. And the immediate first thing out of his mouth when they're doing this is, I killed somebody. Hold my hand, pretty much. Yeah. And then he takes her to the house where he killed the boy. Not the homeless man. We're not talking about the homeless man he just killed. Mm -hmm. He's talking about the little boy. And it's, like, supposed to be this, like, scene where he's kind of opening up and, like, they're getting to know each other. He seems like he's trying to move past this, but apparently that's not what's happening because he's now got the Myers cooties. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, I also didn't understand why he didn't just tell, especially Allison, that he saw Michael Myers. Yeah, because she is a survivor of Michael. Yeah, from and kills. her like grandma it, is yeah the big survivor. She's That's the last true. girl. Yeah. Um. Well, like you said, his bloodlust had already begun, so yeah. he wasn't going to tell anything. He wanted that Michael. Uh, I know. <laughs> he wants to go. At this point, doesn't he go into like the sewers again and like ask Michael to like show him how to kill? Yes. Oh, that's Alice's. Yeah. At yeah. Pop X. They go after <laughs> that. Um, there's this weird scene where she goes to talk to his mother, and his mother is like super mean and cringe. Like the classic. Oh, and his mother 80s. is probably like molesting him. 80s horror did mom, anyone get pretty that much that, like the weird that weird um yeah. she definitely makes him let her bathe him um <laughs> but she got like it was the classic 80s over like bearing abusive mother thing yeah. i was like this is a stereotype we left behind for a reason <laughs> It's it's playing into the like old oh this kid grew up to be a horror this kid grew up to be a serial killer because his mom was all screwed up. 
mm. that we saw like a lot like wasn't that jason's thing well jason's mom was the original killer in friday the 13th yeah yeah but then it like became jason yeah later it's mm-hmm. like jason's thing and that's also like the thing in was it psycho no not psycho well yeah psycho he's like psycho. he dresses up as okay. his dead mom yeah yeah so they're <laughs> just playing into this old trope yeah um we get that one scene which does nothing and then we move on um and then they like run into her ex at like a bar and we get treated to some more cringy dialogue about how they just want to watch the whole town burn together it felt like i was watching a production of um uh heathers it felt like it oh, felt God. like Heather's. They, they were like once he starts like feeling himself as like a killer, he is. Oh, he off, was definitely like, feeling JD. somebody. What yeah. was that? He gives he big JD yeah. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I was meant to be yours. But yeah, anyways, I'm... you can cut that singing out. Cut it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emily was shaking her head now. Um, no. But yeah, uh, after that, he basically lures her ex-clingy cop boyfriend to the sewers where Michael is. Um, The ex-boyfriend finds the old man, who apparently he shoved in the tent after he killed him. Um, Mm, Then he, like, lures him into the, like, sewer thing and, like, gets Michael to basically attack him. And then he says, "I I want you to show me how you do it. While holding the guy above him like this. This was the most erotic thing I've ever seen. Going down. (laughs) He took his murder virginity. He took his murder virginity. So, yeah. (laughs) For people just listening. So, Corey's holding this man over his chest. And Michael is on top of... <laughs> and He's basically pounding the guy. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's the guy like positioned so that like his chest will be around where Corey's crotch is. Yeah. Which is right where Michael's stabbing. We don't really get to see the stabbing. No, I you wonder just see, why this you, time. You just see Corey's face. And it, I was like, I didn't know. Like I had turned in it like feels like a porn parody like basically yeah. is what it feels like but, but also i kind of noticed too because like the well, as you were kind of alluding to like an 80s movie like i noticed that like the title cards colors are different because yeah. like well, the, the original halloween came out in 78 they're the same like, colors as the season of the witch it gave colors. very 80s vibes yeah which um i think season of the witch was 81 See, and I it's the same blue and everything. Paying homage to like old tropes and things, but I also don't understand just using them outright. Right. Like I feel like modern audiences are so familiar, it just becomes it, it's a cliche at this point. So mm-hmm. you have to at least make some sort of commentary on it if you're going to do it, or give us a new spin, or just go whole ham. Uh, but this one doesn't feel like it's going whole ham. It just feels nah. like uh, you're throwing this in because this is what a horror movie's like. Mm. Um, oh yeah, there's that whole thing where he's like, that I know what it looks like when somebody hates you and your dad hates you. Uh, example of the wonderful <laughs> dialogue. Um, <laughs> but yeah, after this, 
uh, Corey decides he's going to be a mass murderer. Uh, and yeah. he's doing it kind of for Allison. Uh, it's weird. Like, the first people he really goes down and tracks down are all the people screwing up Allison's life. Uh, he kills her ex-boyfriend. Then he goes after the the uh, doctor who gave uh, another nurse he was sleeping with a raise. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that whole sequence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he kills the doctor. Yeah. And then he goes after the girl, but the girl locks him out. So Michael stabs her and he's just like impotently watching through the window. Let me oh, in. yeah. Let me in. Um, him and, and then, Michael are like teaming up on these kills, and Michael seems to be getting stronger with each kill. It appears, yeah, which is yeah, because he's powered up by like oh, the God. souls. I don't know. Um, he's he then like he just goes off on like a he tries to like convince her to like let the whole town burn, and they're gonna run off together. You are all that I need. <laughs> Again, all the musical notes cut out. Um, <laughs> he uh, goes on this, he finally like embraces it. And when he's like deciding, he was using a scarecrow mask to begin with, but then when he decides he's going to go full, full hog on this, uh, he goes and he steals uh, Michael's mask. Which, Just by wrestling overpower? him. Yeah, wrestling <laughs> Which um, Here we watched go another movie with wrestling <laughs> that ended very differently. Um, going into <laughs> the gay subtext, uh, he tops him and then he takes his mask. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, topples him and then gets on top of him and takes his mask. I have the masks now, Daddy. <laughs> 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 and then he goes and uh, he kills a radio host that was rude to them because they were on top of his building and it's like private property. Another that kill was brutal. Another example of oh, him God. just being needlessly, like people just being mean, needlessly mean and cruel in this one. Like he's like out there like saying, oh, I want to watch you two are freaks and all this kind of stuff. Oh, uh, well, I think I think they're really just rude to them because they are like the town pariahs. They're like, I guess. The but what town is kid. this connected anymore? I know. What town all listen to? Yeah. So the guy who they kill is the radio host that's on like every like every time we change. He's the voice we're yeah. hearing. Yeah, and top. he seems to be doing like Haddonfield conspiracies or something yeah. like that. Like that's yeah. the show is. Allison's talking about how she she hears his voice everywhere. He's a radio host that <laughs> still uses vital records for radio. <laughs> I don't know if that's a regular thing, but I feel like we've all moved to digital or cassette by now. Right. Um, and then if you don't want to hear his voice. Change the channel or just turn on Spotify. Who still listens to the radio? <laughs> Again, yeah. another way this feels like a like antique from the eighties. That's true. I didn't but even yeah. think about that. Um, he gets murdered. The woman who happens to be in the lobby gets murdered because she was there. Um, and you know, women are just objects who can be killed. Uh, and then he lures the kids out to his like mechanic shop 
Uh, oh, wait, no, he kills his mom first, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they gotta get that Freudian mom killing in this movie. Uh, see, it is gay subtext. Um, <laughs> he lowers the kids out to, like, uh, the play, the mean band kids, the terrible, terrible bully of band kids. Um, you decide, oh, this guy won't buy us a beer, so let's let's just screw his life up. Um, he try, he like drags them out, and then he just murders all the kids uh, slowly, one by one. He leaves that one poor girl trapped. And she was like the one trying to stop them the whole time. Mm, it's like you're gonna make yeah. her watch. Her dad, his dad is like there because it's his dad's shop. He like realizes that it's him because unlike the actual Michael Myers, this guy can't keep his mask on to save his life. Um, <laughs> he gets like he stands up trying to protect his kid. He gets shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, we watch one kid get blow tor- torched, another one just got stabbed. Uh, and then one, the one girl who uh, was actually trying to protect him got pinned underneath a truck, uh, and he stomped her head in. Right. And then, yeah, underneath yeah. a fence and a truck. Yeah. Not even just yeah. a truck. And then he, like, goes after Jamie Lee Curtis, who suddenly, in the film, we're told, kind of assumedly because she's oh, she's losing Allison, and she's not going to be able to hold it together if Allison leaves. Even though she seems really well-adjusted at the beginning of this film, she seems decently adjusted. She is very well-adjusted compared to every other Halloween movie. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, she it kind of felt like, because she was writing She was like writing a, a book, she was flirting with a guy, she was thinking about going to go see yeah. Cherry Blossoms in Japan, which somehow yeah, ended like, up in the book with no context. Yeah, uh, because we're we're doing again that fan fiction thing where we have a narrator over top. Cause I kind of felt like she was just using like the writing as like her therapy. Right. In of a way, because you know, because like in the 2018 Halloween movie, she kind of was this you know, post-traumatic stress sort of um, person who dealt with a lot of those events and, like, Mm -hmm. her just sort of preparing. And, like, in this, it kind of was really nice just to see, like, oh, she was, like, kind of healed. Yeah, that was nice to see. Yeah, at the beginning, and then that all goes to shit. Um, yeah (laughs) she's like she uses this as like a weird meditation on evil and like what evil is how evil happens it's weird um and then uh he comes in and like we get this scene of her like about to kill herself supposedly uh instead she blows up a pumpkin and you're like wow okay um, because you think for a second she's actually killed herself. Then she opens the door and it's like, did you really think I would kill myself? It's like, yeah, you called it a suicide. You had a gun to your head. Um, <laughs> he opens, she opens the door. She shoots the guy several times in the chest. He falls down the stairs and is somehow still breathing and talking. Um, and then, like, they have a conversation about, like, Allison and how he'll never get Allison. He's like, if I can't have her... He stabs himself into the neck to, like, try to convince... Uh, try to make it look like 
Uh, she killed him, um, which it does go off like that, and it matters for all of two minutes. Um, right. Because why he stabbed himself in the neck? Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she's done all this prepping from like the previous movies. She knows a lot about this stuff, and she immediately goes and grabs the knife out of his neck. That's like the one thing you don't do. If you like, you only do that if you want him to die faster and want to get your fingerprints on the knife. Mm. Well, yeah. she had put prepping behind by this point, and the prepping she was doing was not. But that I know that. she was like building like booby traps in the but house. I know <laughs> this like information, and I haven't been studying for like 20, 30 years trying mm. to take down a serial killer. True. Um, so yeah, it ends up with her with a knife over his, like, dead body. Allison comes in, like, looking for him, ready to leave this town once and for all, then leave their past behind them as everything burns. Um. And her grandma has killed the love of her life. Oh no! All the (laughs) angst. Yeah, there's, like, a whole, like, subplot about, like, oh, Allison just wants you around because you're the only thing holding her together, and... Like, it's really her trying to control, and it's like, I want to live my own life. Another yeah. way this movie feels like it was written by a teen fanfiction writer. <laughs> uh, and then she gets in, uh, that person's dead, but now Michael's back. Uh, and there's a whole fight with Michael as he gets back his mask. The actual um, final showdown that the movie was advertised as. Yeah! <laughs> That lasts for all of, like, what, 10 minutes? Yeah. At the end? Um, hmm. they, I, I'm assuming they do a lot of things they did from the original movie, like, to each other, just, like, Her backwards. hiding in the closet was in the original movie. Uh-huh. Um, and him, like, peering... But a lot of it was just them just throwing each other around, basically. Yeah, but I like, like saw the like he took the knitting needle and tried to shove it in her ear. Like oh. the, it felt like there was a lot of things being reversed, or mm. like I don't. Yeah, know. like I said, it almost kind of felt like if it felt more of like an action movie instead of like a slasher. Yeah, horror movie. I, I mean, and then she crucifies him. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm glad somebody else noticed that too. Like, yeah. yeah. She, like, stabs two knives into his hand so he's pinned yeah. to the table. And then she tries to, like, then she gives a speech about, you're just a man. Even though, apparently, in the previous movie, he uh, survived an entire mob coming after uh, him. In the previous movie, he does more than survive. Like I said, he's indestructible. So I don't know why they kind of drop yeah. the supernatural element just a bit. And then she, That like, they built up in the one before this. Yeah, I don't get she, that. But. She tries to, like, slit his throat. Um, but she course, lets out all the blood in his body. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She cuts him everywhere. I did not mean to see that. Um, <laughs> and then, like that doesn't work. He grabs her. He's about to choke her, and we're thinking they're going to die together. Uh, and there's like this flashback to everything that happened in like the previous movies. Right. Um. So you're thinking this is just going to ha- be how it ends. Uh. But no, her daughter saw. Um. The like place, the the like radio tower. The radio tower is like, burning, and then talking Allison about burning everything down. Also, hears that Lori called in a suicide, and like yeah. rushes to the house. Yeah, because um, yeah, and then she walks in on Michael Myers crucified on her kitchen table, choking out her grandma. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
more sexual innuendo, and she like <laughs> beats his hand off. Um, then they slit his wrist, which again they cut I his hand in half. A close yeah. up yeah. of that. Um, mm-hmm. But that's still not enough. They've killed him, but now they need to make sure the entire town knows it. So they strap him to the hood of their car. I yeah, love top of their car. Through the car, through the town with a police like, escort. Like, ding dong, the witch's else. dead parade. Like, yeah, <laughs> just yeah a, it was like a funeral. I know, the entire town, they all walk to the uh, Corey's dad's car lot, I think. Yeah. And put him in a meat grinder. Uh-huh. Which I guess <laughs> well, the only way... Well, not a meat grinder, a car grinder. Um, like sorry, a car grinder. But the, I car guess the grinder. only way to beat the indestructible is to put them through the grinder. You know what's uh, what? It's interesting about car grinder. It's actually not owned by uh, super right leaning people, unlike the regular grinder. <laughs> that took you a second. <laughs> um, yeah, he gets thrown into the. This movie uh, was super homosexual subtext. Thrown ends into with the a grinder. grinder. <laughs> Ends with grinder. <laughs> I know. I, I I got that as I was saying it too. This is like ridiculous. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And that's she's like taught. Then she has like something about um. Uh. We finally put Michael. Uh, Michael's finally dead. But evil doesn't end. It just changes forms. Um. Yeah. Which. Which means like, that yeah. if this movie makes money, there will be another one. Just he not with Jamie forms. Lee attached. She passed the Myers disease on to Corey, except for not the indestructible part. And then, Unless that they retcon it again, and then we'll get another Halloween movie in like 20-something years. I thought they like were setting Corey up to be the next Michael Myers. I don't have like a problem with them creating a new Michael Myers-esque villain who wants to like take it take the throne or whatever but then they just kill him yeah yeah so like wimpy and he dies first so right Um, yeah but yeah he's like yeah that's the end of the movie lori gets uh promise of romance and a newfound yeah. hope in life and With, uh, Allison uh, leaves like, town. Yeah, Allison yeah. moves out of town which happy ending did, for all. Why did they yeah. stay in this town? <laughs> why did they stay in this town? They could have gone anywhere. Right. Yeah, they could have just flown into Japan or something. If you were afraid of Michael Myers coming back after you, leave town. <laughs> Go that somewhere is, else. <laughs> that is true. He's that an old true. crusty guy. I don't think he knows how to use Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the funny thing too. Like they didn't really use a lot of like modern technology the like way to used, communicate with. They used yeah. cell phones a lot. They used like, cell phones, but they the didn't, kids. Like, you're telling me all those kids in that lot. Didn't have a smartphone on them that they would have called the police with. I, I don't. Know I mean, they, they probably. Much yeah. <laughs> to save them in that point, though. That one kid could have just hidden and called the police, locked the door. But no, we right. got to get uh, stand your ground law there and arm them both. Mm. Is that why? Because, like, I think in the original movie, like the movie takes place in Illinois. Is I don't really know 
about Illinois laws, but like, would that be like one of those sort of situations? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they would call it self defense. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. But yeah, no, I did not care for this movie. Um, <laughs> it again felt like it was written by a teenager uh, who was writing their like cringy Heather's fanfic. Uh, that and just threw Michael Myers in there for the homoerotic subtext. Oh God! <laughs> There's like a lot of talk about like is Corey getting infected by evil? But he, he just kind of like instantaneously He just kind of instantaneously goes from somebody kind of well adjusted down on his luck to somebody who wants to watch the whole town burn after mm-hmm. he meets Michael. Which I mean. I guess you could say he met. He stared longingly into Michael's eyes, and his whole world changed. <laughs> he got shown. Yeah, it's kind of funny Michael when you say wants to see the world burn. Is yeah. he like the Joker of Halloween? <laughs> There's like this is like completely off topic, but like in the I guess new Jurassic World movie, um, Colin Trevorrow in an interview. Um, said that one of the dinosaurs was supposed to be like the joker uh, wasn't it like the new dinosaur the goro like inter- it was like the gorosaurus. oh the gigantosaurus the gigantosaurus yeah. yeah because you know um dinosaurs are capable of rational thought and therefore and that a critique of rational thought the new and jurassic like, park is about locusts not dinosaurs. yeah it's about locusts so, i've not yeah i've not seen the, it that, that was just like completely off topic. Anyways, yeah. But another bad reboot. Another, yeah, yeah. That's like a whole other discussion. Another but like the way you kind of like said doesn't it, it know like... what to do with itself, really. Yeah. <laughs> another one that in the third one really tried something new that was supposed to be the final one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure if this one makes money, they'll have something about how. Oh, Scarecrow Boy actually got resurrected. So now he's off doing his murders. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I hope it I hope it actually just ends. Yeah. I feel that the Halloween movies probably should have ended in 1978, that one. Honestly. But it's a franchise. We have yeah, to make it I a mean, franchise. Yeah. Or they actually could have just done what John Carpenter wanted to do originally and just make it an anthology. Yeah. I, I mean, that would Halloween. make sense with the title Halloween, just horror movies right. about and they tried, Halloween. They tried that with the third one and people mm-hmm. hated it since Michael Myers wasn't there. And that's why yeah. Halloween 4, I think, is called The Return of Michael Myers. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, I think that's, like, a problem with, like, a lot of... With some exceptions, like, Alien. Like, that is basically, like, a horror movie. Yeah. And, like, with Aliens was decent enough, even though, like, I prefer the original a lot better. And I, I feel like Aliens some- is, like regarded as like one of the best sequels yeah i i would say it's like it holds itself up really and then they also have the amazing prequel that came after prometheus which everyone loves i do love prometheus but that's neither here nor there speaking of prometheus when the car is coming after them and their first instinct is to run to the fence directly in front of the car she was trying to hop the fence though but they 
could yeah. have just moved to the left behind all the other cars. They just came from that direction. Right. You're going to get a yeah. lot safer behind a bunch of other cars that he's going to have to ram through than behind a flimsy <laughs> little fence. There's one thing you can't really do in a horror movie, especially a slasher, and that's judge anyone's rationalities behind any of the decisions they make. <laughs> um, because no one acts rationally in a slasher. Just okay. no one does. But yeah. I'm also <laughs> judging the rationality of the writers who wrote this. So, with like... I'm right. I mean, we have to have like a kill count. You know? I know you like, have. I mean, do you see like, how many people watch kill counts on YouTube? <laughs> God, jeez. I just like in the original Halloween. I think there was only like I think there's like three, five. There oh, was like really? there was like five kills. Yeah, and like in the new Halloween movies, there was like I kind of feel like there was like. I think my partner, because like we both watched the Halloween 2018 and the original one together, mm-hmm. and like we were, he, she was trying to look up how many kills there were. I think there was like even like doubled in the 2018 one, oh, where there yeah. was like 18, and then like in the Halloween Kills, there I was just like even an imagine. overload Wait, of I kills. Want to see Halloween? See- yeah i'm gonna i want to know that exact number because it's just like is ridiculous but yeah i guess like the one thing i kind of come under eight for the first for for not the first but the trilogy of the newer halloween movies is that they actually kind of start pretty strong like they kind of have like a really good like hook point to the movies yeah every like horror like franchise it starts really strong and that's why we want sequels and then we make sequels and they're all awful no i mean like in terms of like i mean like the, the opening yeah. the opening scenes like yeah i mean they the start very strong interesting it like mm-hmm. set it up it's like oh is i it thought the, the opening new was Michael? like really really good yeah like, like i think that's my favorite part of the movie hands mm-hmm. down because oh, like in the even like in halloween kills like having like a flashback kind of having like a style of like oh this almost looks like straight from the 70s mm-hmm. and like yeah there were a bunch of like cheesy moments in it like it, even in the original halloween there's a lot of cheesiness to it yeah it's like, a horror movie there's going to be cheese like <laughs> there's yeah like the acting in the original halloween wasn't like the greatest Mm-hmm. And like there, there was like even like death scenes where they're some of the characters are just kind of like cross-eyed when they were <laughs> dead and stuff, and it almost like felt like oh they don't look like they're dead, but like you know it's a low-budget movie essentially, right? Yeah. And like I just remember the scene like there's the random scene where she goes to the bar to talk to her friend. Because she's nervous about like Corey and she sees Michael and Corey. Um and then she just randomly runs into the kid's uh the the kid who Corey killed's dad. Uh like the first kid, like the kid who fell down the flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, I I wanted to believe in that kid. But I ran into him a couple days back and I looked in his eyes and they were just that wasn't the kid. 
who like I raised. It wasn't the same innocent little boy. Um, <laughs> which is weird because he hadn't started killing people. Like he had, he had That's... just started killing people. He had just started doing it. <laughs> That yeah. is one of the Kyle Richards scenes, though. So they yeah. probably added that in because they thought that one, it's another scene to get Kyle Richards in, and two, they realized that there wasn't any progression of Corey becoming the next Michael. Yeah, so they no, needed it's to just... give some sort of line that fed into that, I'm sure. Turn it off like a light bulb. <laughs> This is just a musical episode. (laughs) We're gonna get sued for these. I'm singing too much, like, copyrighted music. (laughs) At least we're not playing it. We're not playing playing it. Like, if we were playing it, then we probably would get... No, I'm just poorly singing it. I don't think anyone's gonna care. but. (laughs) But yeah. Um... He just like kind of flips on serial killer mode after watching Daddy Michael show him how to kill. I know, like hottest scene of the year for sure. (laughs) We watched, we watched Bros, which has like (laughs) ten different gay love scenes. Michael and Corey had better chemistry than Billy Eichner and the hot guy. Okay, (laughs) Michael. I don't know about that, but <laughs> it's just a young twink trying to learn how to do it. <laughs> but yeah, show me how you penetrate them. But yeah, uh... <laughs> oh god, we're gonna get X-rated on this one. I know. Oh god, like this is what I really like about like movies that are like really boring. Because I kind of felt like this new movie was a little bit boring. In a lot of ways, that's why just like having this discussion, like, oh, this is like super horny. Like it almost <laughs> gives me of like the 2003 Hulk vibes where it's yeah. like a very boring movie. But when you think about it differently, it's like very horny. And like <laughs> the yeah. more I'm just thinking about it, the more it's like, oh, this is like the horniest of the <laughs> out of Literally. all the Halloween movies. Really? I, also, I also remember a scene where like. Allison is like upset, so she starts beating on the microwave uh, for some reason, and then she's yeah. It's just one of those other scenes that we didn't really need, and it seems to make Jamie Lee Curtis's character seem like she's well adjusted um, to all of this. Mm. And then yeah, I don't remember. I have it in my notes that there was a microwave scene? Question mark. Um, yeah. I know, like, towards the end of the movie, I think um, Laurie was using the microwave as, like, a sort of bait for Michael Myers. Yeah, to, like, surprise him. But that wasn't the Um, scene where something blew up in the microwave. This was just a scene where she was, like, banging on the microwave because she was upset. They just wanted the audience to know that she had a microwave. Like, am I I not allowed to be angry? It's like, you're allowed to be angry. It's just It's the base... Yeah, it's like the basic rules of screenwriting. Yeah, if you introduce if you, something, the thing first, you have to use it. Yeah, you gotta use it the final. Even I mean, though, like the grinder like that they use billion. is like in the first scene. Yeah, that's like where the car, but the first scene of Corey in the car shop, you see that grinder. 
I thought but, he was yeah. going to kill the band bullies. Chekhov's gun? Commander, but... Are, you, are yeah. you guys quoting Chekhov's gun to me? Yes, we are. Did I have yes. to explain Chekhov's yes. gun to both of you two <laughs> podcasts ago? Yes. Hey. Hey. Yeah. We're, we're fast learners. We quick. Yeah, we're very fast learners in this day of age of technology and the I internet. See. So you just now learned about something that's been ar- around since like the 1800s. <laughs> Yeah. Or was it the exactly. 19- I think it was just 1900s. I don't think Chekhov was that old. Something like that. I I mean, all his students, like a lot of his students were off like doing film. So. After. Long time after. <laughs> that's my, that's my um, theater degree coming in. It's the mm-hmm. one thing it's useful for. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we have a filmmaker, a videographer, and an actress on this podcast. Well, so we need to make a movie. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, make a mo- Let's make a horror <laughs> movie about a podcast. Um, we have to include at least one sex scene. Um, which... <laughs> We didn't have a, we didn't really have a sex scene in this movie, so I was saved for one more week. Um, but then again, I think I count Michael's penetration as a sex scene. I don't know what else to count it as. Yeah. <laughs> like, Show yeah. me how you do it. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I am think- very glad that I seen these movies because i'm probably only gonna see the 1978 one probably more times because i kind of feel even though like there were a lot of like camp or like cheesiness in the movie but like the more of the idea of the stalker you know stalking someone Mm -hmm. like it feels very timeless in a Mm -hmm. way Whereas these are just more just like, oh, this is like franchising. We just, you know, we're marketing Michael Myers. But like just having just like that thing that resonates um, still today, like they're still like stalkers that like creep people on the Internet. Like, yeah, you know, parasocial relationships and like just seeing that and like, you know, us all three being queer, like. <laughs> Just the idea of just like, oh, potentially just being stalked and like some that's a big fear for a lot of trans women right now. Very dot yeah, like doxing and just that's why it kind of felt like it didn't really need like a bunch of sequels. Cause right. like I kind of felt like the first one to be felt a lot more scarier. Even though like a lot of it like, you know, isn't like scary, scary, but like I think the when first you more one, think of it. I, yeah, like the first one just by concept, like has the scariest concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think this movie was really that scary. No, like we saw kids die. We saw people die, but we all always knew it was coming. Right. Um, it was more mm-hmm. like a gore thing. Well, I didn't see the first kid dying um, <laughs> because he, Michael right. Myers strength yeeted that door off its hinges. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the opening was the scariest part of the movie, I guess. But I don't think it was even, like, a scary thing. It was more of, like, the shock factor of it. Yeah, the shock and, like, there was a bit of tension there that there just wasn't throughout the rest of the movie. It's like, oh, 
Well, he's gonna. All these people in this uh, one room are going to die. Let's see how it's gonna happen. Right. But yeah, there, there's like you knew from the beginning who was going to die because it was mm-hmm. gonna be the people who once like Corey started getting all like murder horny. Um, that's that's the term I'm gonna use instead of bloodthirsty now. Murder horny. Oh my god! Now now you're now you're now I'm just thinking about Patrick Bateman now. Okay, but yeah. He, um, <laughs> Uh, that, which is weird because that's also kind of like a slasher movie too yeah. yeah um he's just gonna kill all the people who like wronged him pretty much yeah but yeah i think uh. i think we've said all we can say about this movie and it's obvious gay subtext <laughs> and how i need um this movie already felt like fan fiction i need a michael x quarry fan fiction now i'm uh, sure if not i'll write it i'll go ahead. one of thank you you got uh either one of you guys or one of our five listeners please write us Corey x michael fan fiction um that's your homework yeah uh, uh i expect it to be sent to to the instagram page for uh polaris uh, just send it directly <laughs> to Blair's. No context. No context. This is how we're going to test to see if they're actually listening to these episodes. Uh, but yeah. Anyways. Oh no. uh, um, final, um, final ratings. Since I uh, seem to be the one who enjoyed it the most, I'll probably give it like a four. What? Not... Not as like it, it being anywhere near perfection. I just had so much fun watching it. it so I had a lot of subtext, fun. wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it can't I had be a, a lot about gay people. It needs to just be a movie no. with gay subtext. That is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. So just because I had a lot of fun, I'm giving it a four. Not because it was yeah. good. <laughs> I personally am gonna give Halloween ends. A one out of ten, or a one oh. out of five. A one out of five. No, one I'm doubling the rating. Um, well, so, if you won't do it, I will. Uh, I'm giving Halloween and a point five, which, if we scale it out, would be a one out of ten. So yeah, um, I kind of I gave Halloween Kills a one out of ten. Halloween yeah. Kills, I like would give a one as well. Yeah, and no, I did not enjoy this movie. I'm not going to watch it again. The only reason I'd watch it is just to make fun of it. Yeah, the 2018 one, I'd probably give like a 2 out of 5. And I would give the, the 2018 original. one a 3, probably. This was probably my favorite one out of the trilogy. Yeah, and then like the original, <laughs> I would definitely give either like a the 7 original or 8 out of like 10. A, uh, oh. At a 10, I, would, I would give like a 8. Probably seven. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's definitely closer to like the eight or nine range if I right. watch it again. Yeah. Because like I said, I probably would watch the original 78 Halloween mm-hmm. probably more times than like these two these other, or these other three. Never watch any of these movies ever again. Um, <laughs> I never watched most of those even once. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think... That will be it. 
for us today. We talked Evil about Halloween ends and how much tonight. we sat there wishing it would end. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think our watching for next week will be Black Adam. Um, yeah, which should have yeah. something <laughs> for us to talk about. If you smell what Black Adam is cooking. Okay, that was weird. Wait, that was what? weird. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry to Black Adam is their ear, <laughs> earpods in. Because uh, I got a earful of that and I, I don't, I'm excited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the rocks, uh, superhero baby, Black Adam, superhero baby, yeah. apparently franchise 2.0. I don't, there. I'm, I don't, I'm trying to see how it goes. Lay, he's this he's hard going reboot, to lead. hard reboot DC, just hard reboot. He's Stop gonna like lay the smack gonna down, and then he's gonna not lay rebooting. The... He's gonna lay the smack down on Hawkman's candy ass. <laughs> <laughs> you like trying to decide whether or not you would say ass, and then you just went for it. <laughs> I'm as a DC fan, I'm at least be interested to see the big screen like debut of like the Justice the Society and all these characters. I'm excited to see the JSA. I'm also a DC fan, so who the fuck? is whirlwind <laughs> but okay sorry who the frick is whirlwind whirlwind i'm still not sure for love to cuss um but yeah mm. uh well that is it, it will be interesting i'm not expecting it to be yeah. good i did not expect this movie to be good and i got what i expected with halloween ends so mm. <laughs> Uh, yes, that Evil will be our dies watching for tonight. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Yep. Evil dies tonight. So Evil I'm dies. hoping no one was Evil looking forward to trick or treating or uh, going to a costume party this year because Halloween is it's over. It ended. Um, yeah. We gotta end the. We gotta end it with the joke we began it with. Okay, everybody, let's say goodbye. See ya. Adios. Ciao.